Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good Thursday afternoon. Welcome into Grant and Danny live on 106.7 The Fan. We're at Rudy's Golf in Kingstown, Alexandria, where they've got a double-deck driving range, top tracer technology, two putt-putt courses, and a full restaurant, fun for everybody in the family. Go to rudysgolf.com, the new go-to spot for golf and entertainment. We're out here every single Thursday, all football season long, and the wait is over. We're back in the saddle together. Random off days here and there. Uh, Virginia Tech bowl game yesterday. So this will be the first time you and I are doing this thing. Boys are back. One week ago on Thursday right here at Rudy's Golf. But it is good to see that smiling face. That is right, my friend. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to one and all. Uh, this is deja vu all over again for the hoorays. We were here yesterday. Attaboy. I brought the, uh, the old family unit out here because uh, this Christmas break, holiday break, has been far too long. Uh, and they've been at home too much. And there's been too much rain, too much inside. Everything is a complaint. Everything is a problem. So you know what? We're going to go mash golf balls, eat fried food, even though it's raining because the Michael Bays are covered. I love it here. Uh, we spent a good deal. Uh, of time here yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, there's plenty of bays available today, I'm sure. It's a great place to come. It's 50 degrees, so it's pleasant out anyway, but they got heated bays. It's dry because they're covered, so their food is delicious. The the drinks are cold. Get on out here and enjoy yourself at Rudy's Golf. We're going to be here until 6.30 today. A couple of things uh, we should tell you about the show. We do have Caps tickets we're giving away a couple times. We've got a pair of Caps tickets you can win. The first of those opportunities at 4 o'clock ahead of the Beltway Blitz in an hour and 55 minutes. So if you want to see the Caps and the Devils and the Josh Harris Bowl, make sure you are listening at 4 o'clock right here on The Fan. Uh, and tomorrow is when we will play Commander Survivor and when we'll talk to Jay Gruden. A couple of our normal early week staples. We're pushing those to Friday as we get ready for football with a football Friday. So if you're looking forward to those two things, Jay will be on the show tomorrow at 5, and we're going to have Commander Survivor booting somebody off the island, giving somebody immunity. With that out of the way, Danny, there's a lot to talk about. There is, man. Tons of things have happened since you or I uh, were last on the air together. But I guess we could just start with the Commanders have a new starting quarterback. Yay. Catch the excitement. Thursday night football kicking off week 17 tonight, Jets and the Browns. And then we are on to FedEx Field on Sunday at 1 o'clock for the Commanders and the 49ers. Right now, San Francisco, by the way, is a 12.5-point favorite in that game. Jacoby Brissett, not Sam Howell, going to start at QB for the Commanders. 
most obvious, predictable, infuriating decision that's been made in a long, long time. Saw this one coming from miles and miles away Mm -hmm. after a second consecutive benching of Sam Howell, who is completely broken at this point. Yeah, playing terribly. I mean, not only playing, like, playing terribly is kind. (laughs) It's a disaster (laughs) right now. They're quite literally benching him because – at an NFL level, that like you have to protect him from the San Francisco 49ers. So we've gone in the span of about six weeks from Sam Howell's on a heater. He might be the answer. Ron Rivera telling everybody and anyone who would listen. Cutting the promos. I won't be here, but Sam will. Don't you worry about a thing. I found you your quarterback. I'm awesome. I got you the QB that's going to start here for 10 or 12 years. To He was benched yesterday for the third time in like 10 days. Uh, now it's Jacoby Brissett's turn. I don't know if it's for the final two games or – just because they, they can't possibly have Sam Howell play against San Francisco's defense this weekend, and I don't care. Uh, this is a disaster. The whole season was about Sam Howell, and now in the penultimate week of the year, you're benching him. It's a lost season. 4-11 and Washington. You're going to a 30-year-old journeyman veteran backup. You're benching the developmental young quarterback that the whole year was about. Somebody make this make sense. Of course. The, the fitting, most perfect ending yeah. to this four-year disaster of an era that this was under Ron Rivera, who's botched quarterback just about every way you could. Eight more quarters. Get away from me. Go away. Just just end this nonsense. Take a knee on first down and punt. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It is predictable because this is the last vestige of Snyder. Was right? there any doubt in your mind after the game on Sunday I mean, before he even got to the, the podium and, and wouldn't answer who the starter was, the moment I saw Jacoby Brissett, I, I said, Jacoby Brissett will be their starter yeah. against the San Francisco 49ers. Was there any doubt that he was going to fittingly do the weird quarterback thing one more time? Of, of course he had one to go last out this time. way. Yeah. Again, it's on brand. So when you do this myopic, short-sighted, save my butt, try to make myself look better at the very end, Nonsense that's happened multiple times over at the end of regimes. Again, a, a hallmark of the Snyder era. You know, big promise, under-deliver, uh, flailing executive, you know, sliding down the mountain looking for a handhold. That's what's happening. And he's trying to make himself look better, trying to have a slightly better performance for, you know, in hopes of his next gig, or he and Biennemi are going through the same thing at this point, trying to make themselves look better because the performance, frankly, from Brissett has been better than Sam Howell over the last couple of weeks. To that I say cool, adorable. Precious. Who cares? The whole point is to do better than that. The whole, not the point to eke out one more win to satisfy the, 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 the Twitter tough guys or whomever, the, old, the people that want to yell about the Oklahoma drill and toughness and bull in the ring and all that crap. That's adorable. That's fine that, he, that he's played better. And I give Brissett credit. He's a pro. It's what should happen, right? But it's so typical and emblematic of this Snyder ownership. And it's the last statue. It's the last remaining thing that reminds us of how stupid and pointless and futile that entire tenure was we are this close to the end of it so yeah a stupid short-sighted decision that has no point other than to try to make yourself look better but it doesn't because remember everybody has access to the tapes we know what you said we know about all the different promises that were made this entire offseason the entire regular season was about you discovering how brilliant you were because you found sam howe you were letting everybody know that you're a genius because you found Sam Howell. First, you didn't know what you had. Then you did know what you had. Either way, you knew what you had now. And look at what we did. We found this guy. I deserved to stay because we got Sam Howell. Whoops. No, we don't, I suppose. Now, you, you know, 
At one point, I, we found the guy. Now we can't play him against a good defense. That's where we've gone over the, over the span of about five, six weeks. So enough, whatever. Just please lose these two games and go away. So I don't even think necessarily this is about, like, Rivera trying to look good. The moment you bench Hal, you don't look good. You look worse. Yep. You have staked your entire Shanahan style reputation, so to <laughs> right. speak, on this player. You have said as recently as one month ago, and this is the part I can't get past. You just kind of brushed over this. The thing that I can't abide, like had he not have spent the majority of this season suggesting that Sam Howell was the answer, if, if he was doing what I've been doing or what so many of you guys as fans were doing, where you just kind of sit there and you watch and you go, I'm going to watch football. I'm going to analyze. And at just the end of the it. year, I'll come up with an opinion. Fine. But he wasn't. He was arguing that Sam Howell was the franchise quarterback. He was saying we found the guy. He was calling off the search. He was sending the boats home and telling the helicopters to go back. To Ladies the, and gentlemen, we got him. To the hello pad, right? I mean, they knew, according to Ron Rivera, like, you guys haven't seen it yet. We got our guy. It's over. And I'm not going to be here to, to enjoy it, but you guys will, and you'll thank me later. He was doing that a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And since then, two benchings, and now Jacoby Brissett being named the starter a third benching ago. Here we are. So that's the part that I will never be okay with, was in a month he went from franchise quarterback, answer for the long term, to benching him a couple times and moving on from him. But I don't really think this is just about Ron Rivera like trying to look better. Or Some people think he's playing Jacoby because like he wants to get one more win, or, you know, maybe to some extent. I think it's gotten so bad with Sam Howell, and I just disagree with this, that they know by playing him, he can't play his way out of this rut, essentially. He is broken in this moment. Like, they think he needs to mm -hmm. sit and have a reset. Well, the thing that you and I were worried about, I mean, to cut you off, but the thing that you and I were worried about when he was getting sacked eight, nine times a week, the David Carr situation, right? This is what it looks like, by the way. It yes. looks like someone that's got no confidence, that's unsure about everything, that doesn't trust what his eyes see, is always looking at the rush, who looks like this thing is happening way too fast to him. That's what we were worried about with but all the sacks. This was my point when everyone was pretending like the sack thing was fixed. Yeah. Number one, damage is done. Mm -hmm. Number two, the sack thing isn't fixed just because he's only getting sacked a few times per game. He's not making the plays he used to make right. because he's now afraid to hold on to the ball, to get the ball downfield, to take shots, to move around in the pocket. So some of the good goes away for fear, if you're Sam Howell, that, that you're not going to allow the bad to happen. Like you, you didn't fix anything. It right. just got more and more broken. But I believe in watching him these last two games, and everyone's acting like he's had two bad games. Oh, no, 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 no. It's actually now been five consecutive stinkers, so to speak, where he has not played well. But really it's two we can't keep doing this games. You know, it, it's the two in a row where he went 11 of 26 and got benched against the Rams, and then six of 22 with two interceptions against the Jets. And obviously, look. That wasn't all his fault. There were drops. One of those picks bounces right off Logan Thomas's hands. This took a village. But he had played so badly the last couple of weeks, I just think they're going, we now have to protect him from himself. The more he plays in this rut, the more clear it is going to be that he can't be quarterback in this league. We need to sit him and try again later, see Cousins in 2014 or whatever. Mm -hmm. The problem I have with that is it is disqualifying to everyone who was involved. 
So here's what should have happened in that press conference, Danny. If you're going to come out and say we're benching Sam Howell, you need to say, I screwed this up from day one. The offensive line plan was a disaster. Eric Bieniemy, you screwed this up horribly. Your plan for him didn't work. Your usage for him didn't work. Your balance for him didn't work. None of it. Uh, to me, I, I'm going to choose to be mad at one of two things. Either it's the benching of him is egregious, and if they're going to argue, well, no, it's not. He's broken. How can we possibly play him? Okay, then you don't get to hide behind that. You broke him. Mm-hmm. This guy was serviceable. I'm not going to say good, but he was pretty solid. Showed some signs. Several weeks into the season. All of the good things he was doing have gone away, and he's now terrible. That's your fault. You broke him, and you all should pay for it. Everyone involved in his development failed. Big F minus. Failed. All of them. I think it's well put. Two touchdowns and eight picks over his last five games. And that didn't even tell the story. As you said, it's not competitive at this point. And it's one of those things where you can't – I love the phrase, you can't hide behind that. In other words, you have to own it because I didn't cut any promos. Like when Carson Wentz stunk, you don't get to hide behind that fact. It it was your hand-picked blank. And this has always been my issue with Rivera and company, uh, but most specifically Ron Rivera – is the idea that this is just happening to him, that he's a passenger? No, 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 no. Not only are you the coach, you're also the grand poobah, the executive, the guy in charge of everything, how, how, you know, what temperature is the building set at, whatever Ron likes. That's the rule. That's how the whole thing is. And your hand-picked guy, your offseason, your decision-making, your lack of aggressiveness, your 23 out of 30-some defensive players selected over the last four years, everything that you've set up was, to, was for this moment. And those of us with eyes were kind of going, hey, this offseason – this isn't enough. You're not doing enough. If this, is gonna, if this neophyte who has 19 career pass attempts to under, under his belt is going to be the dude, more should be done on that side of the ball. Not, not the 14th best pass blocking grade, according to Pro Football Focus. That needs to be a top five group right now, period, end of story, because of, the, because of his proclivities, his issues. But it's all reactionary. It's all like, well, I can't believe this happened, that he's getting sacked this much. Please believe it. Please have it. Please know before I do. I need the professional who's, get, who's making millions to know before me, pudgy rube, that's going to be on the radio talking about it. And that didn't happen. You found out at the same time we did. Your replay system is a microcosm of it. You find out that the catch was or wasn't made when you look up at the Jumbotron the same way I do. I need the millionaires to be ahead of the curve. I need you to know before I do about all of it. Sam Howell completed 30% of his passes over the last three games. You know, my initial reaction when they decided they were benching him yesterday was that I was livid because it makes no sense. Just in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. 4-11, week 17, lost season. Two options. Young quarterback you drafted last year in the fifth round. 30-year-old journeyman veteran who may or may not be on your roster in the future because he's an expiring contract free agent. You should never start the journeyman veteran back up in that situation. And just in talking to people all around the league the last several days, they all basically said, Ron's going to go with Jacoby. And most of them said to me, he should roll with Sam Howell and just kind of go down with the ship, basically. Mm -hmm. But I guess what annoys me the most is the perception in that building, the thought right now in that building, is we can't throw Howell to the Wolves. We can't ask him to go out and play against San Francisco in this rut, as broken as he is. And I just got through saying how that's everybody's fault. That's Rivera's. That's the enemy's. I also think that's just lazy coaching. Mm-hmm. Your job is to get him through the game. Do you know how bad you have to be? Then we shouldn't be having any conversations 
about Sam Howell as a potential starting quarterback in the future, then you should have never suggested as recently as a few weeks ago that he was possibly your answer. If you now have to bench him for fear that it's going to look so bad against San Francisco in a league where Jaron Hall from BYU last year and some of these other Trevor Simeon donks are starting Joe games Flacco this weekend. Joe Flacco off the couch. Find a way, Eric Bieniemy, to coach a decent football game. I don't know. I'm not a big run-the-ball guy. Maybe run the ball a bunch and protect him. Maybe uh, th- go to the quick game and not have him hold the football. Design some screens so he's not completing 30% of his pass attempts. 6-22 last game. And I'm not telling you that against San Francisco he can go out and light it up. I'm not suggesting that. But the notion that he, well, we just can't play him this week. He'll, it's like throwing meat into a lion's den. Number one, then you failed and you're not good at this. Let's all agree to that. True. I think we could get some signatures on that petition. Mm -hmm. Let's move forward now. Number two, that's the job, man. Yeah. You got to figure that out. You got to find a way in a league where it's pretty easy to throw the football to, I don't know, have your quarterback not look terrible for a week against San Francisco. And it's not like – I mean, that's a good team, by the way. They're very good. They just got destroyed. They just threw four interceptions and got beat by the Ravens. Find a way to move the football. I know Rodriguez is on IR. You may or may not get Robinson back this week. You still have Antonio Gibson. Uh, You'll be able to elevate Gore, Jarrett Patterson, or whoever else. Stay balanced. Throw the ball short a bunch. Take some air out of the ball and get through 60 minutes without him going six for 30. If you can't do that, you don't need to be here anymore. All of you, everyone involved, if you can't get him through four quarters of an NFL game without it looking like the last two weeks, and your only possible answer is, well, we just have to bench him because we can't ask him to, to play against the Niners. They're good. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it's very well. How bad are you at this? Terrible. I think that's a, that's a great way to look into it, right? It's basically saying this veteran that's going to come in and probably play fine, you know, Brissett has, has done really well in, in really short samples here. Good for late. Jacoby, by the Seriously, way. Seriously, good for him. It's, He's handled himself like a pro from day one. Absolutely, which is which is why I think everybody in the right mind advocated for that, right? And I thought this was going to happen sooner, quite frankly. But let's say he plays okay against San Francisco. It's just to mask all those deficiencies that you're talking about, right? That's what this is. It's, it's an attempt to – I keep coming back to this – it's a CYA-type activity. It's, it's a way to basically say, well, it's not our fault. And everybody, again, who can look at this objectively will say, well, of course it is. Of course it's your fault. Every second of this is your fault, right? I mean, the, the idea, though, that, well, we can't possibly do that, so watch how much better he plays, so we're not going to be talking about how bad it was for the last couple of weeks. If Brissett plays well, it's going to be validating to the enemy that his system, his style, his play calling actually works, and the issue was, well, it's probably Sam Howell, that fifth rounder, who wasn't that good to begin with, whoopsie-daisy. It's lazy, as you said. The proof is now in the pudding that the guy that you anointed it leaked out a week after the regular season ended in February of this year was the dude, and your entire offseason was around him and about him. Your whole regular season was about him. It now failed so catastrophically that you can't escape blame for that, both A, for the decision, yeah. and B, for the moments that were so good that have now cascaded down the mountain, down into the, into the, into the, basically the tar pit where nobody can climb out. It's so bad that your rationale is we can't play him because it might go badly? Yeah, You're too I, late, I man. Still, I still disagree with the decision they made, right, like as a lead here, which is to say that I'd be starting how I know he's broken, and he's going to be broken and play two more times. And I'm going to find a way because it's my job 
to not allow him to play at the level that he has the last couple of weeks. And there's probably such a thing as it being so bad that you have to protect a guy from himself. But that is also fairly disqualifying from the standpoint of him being more of a more than any a backup moving forward. Like you never had to bench Heineke because it got so bad. Good for Scott Turner, I guess. That yeah. was a win. Cool. Uh, this guy's more talented than that. But I guess my main anguish and my main frustration today is where we were six, eight, ten weeks ago, whatever you want to choose, with Sam Howe as a prospect and where they are now. And Howell himself is maybe the biggest reason why he didn't play well. That's fine. The enemy. Rivera. Mm-hmm. Tavita Pritchard. Like, whoever else is involved. Yep. Everyone's got to wear this, man. Their job was to elevate – accentuate this guy, build around him, and allow him to thrive. And the opposite happened to where now they're benching him because they're like, this the 49ers defense? We can't ask him to complete passes against them. Well, they're good. That, that would be unfair. Yeah, there are a lot of teams that are good. It might be on the schedule at one point. Unreal. Yep. Uh, let's open up the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067. We've been waiting to talk to you guys about this for days on Grant and Danny, 800 800- Six three six one zero six seven. Initial question here is: Do you agree with Ron Rivera's decision to bench Sam Howell for, at the moment, the clearly better quarterback in Jacoby Brissett, who's lit it up off the bench a couple of times in a row? Grant and Danny from Rudy's Golf in Kingstown on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is about, you know, Sam's continued development. And, you know, things hadn't gone as well as we'd like for the last few weeks. So, you know, we just think this is a good opportunity for him to watch. And, you know, I think Jacoby being the professional that he is and and, and really playing the way he has, has has really going to give, I think, Sam an opportunity to see some things and see how the offense uh, goes. And and I think it'll help him. Thank goodness Sam Howell will get a couple weeks to – Really study this offense from the sideline. Just in time for, oh, I'm sorry, a new offense next year. That should bode well into next September. Welcome back, Grant and Danny, with you on the fan. It's Thursday, even though it feels to me more like a Monday. I've been in that, I don't know what day of the week it oh, is. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, a lot of that. I've been there since, I think, since last Friday, probably. In fact, even when I think back on all right, Christmas and then the day before we were at my mom's house, the next day. We were in Orange, Virginia. Like, I'm, I'm piecing it all together. I don't remember which day was which. It's been that way since the last time we were here on Thursday. Well, I've done that bit where I start a sentence with, that was it. What day was that? Like, I, like I have to do a, like a, a balance beam routine to try to get back and figure it out with, like, a triple sow cow at the end, which I know is figure skating. But it's, all, it's super complicated. The bottom line is this. 
when Christmas falls on a weekend or close to it, like most of the holiday, like the Christmas itself was on a Monday, but like, you know, your, your pre-lead up to it, Eve, on a weekend, the kids get out of school too early. I know it doesn't affect you as much. Well, you're just crowbarring this in. This, but I'm telling you, that has led to absolute chaos. Right, because yes. it's an extra couple of days, so it's like, what day is this? Like, what are we, are we supposed to be somewhere? Like, yesterday, like, what happened? Like, who's coming over today? And it's like, do we need the vegetarian stuff? Like, no, it's my dad. Like, no one knows which way is up. Kick off your future with the law firm of Condorian Murat. They can help protect your assets and update your will and trust. Schedule a free estate planning strategy with one of their Fairfax-based attorneys. You can visit them at kmlawyers.com. Mention the show to score a discount. That is kmlawyers.com. Com. We're live at Rudy's Golf in Kingstown, Alexandria. Before we get to the phones, and you can hit us up at 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. Did you agree with Ron Rivera going away from Sam Howell over these last couple of weeks to Jacoby Brissett? A couple other things we need to noodle and workshop here. Tweets are coming in at Grant H. Paulson and at Funny Danny. A couple of people are suggesting that if you're Eric Bieniemy, you'd advocate for or want this move for your own future opportunities. Yeah. Uh, Otto says, it's clear to me that EB knows he's out at the end of the year, so he's got to audition his system to the league. Sam can't make him look good. He's riding the bench. It's all about EB and his ego. I don't think he went to Ron Rivera necessarily and said, I need to start Jacoby Brissett. In fact, in his press conference one week ago today, seven days back, he admitted that Rivera came to him during the game and said, we're going to sit Sam Howe. My guess is that's how it went this past week as well. And while Rivera would counsel him before the big decision when he announced that Brissett's now the starter, I don't think it was like EB's call as much as it was probably Rivera's. I do think if he goes to Brissett and he goes, who do you, excuse me, uh, Biennemi, and he goes, who do you want to start? I think at this point he'd say Brissett for that reason. You know, he looks terrible. Yes. The, the, the offense has been horrific as they've played better competition later in the year. Hal's regression is an indictment on him as much as it was an endorsement of him when Hal was playing well. So you've really taken a hit as a coaching candidate, as an offensive guru, and if Sam Howell being broken, or let's just say hypothetically, I don't necessarily believe this, but as a fifth-round pick, let's just say Sam Howell's not that good. Mm -hmm. And the fact is that they just were playing easier defenses, but all of a sudden he got exposed as what he is, and that's you know the 37th best quarterback in the NFL or something, then – Bienemy was just a victim in all of this. Mm-hmm. If he views it that way where he goes, look at Jacoby. He's come in twice. My offense hums. I can hang 30 this weekend on San Francisco. I just need Jacoby out there. It is a way for him to be able to market that with his agent this offseason as an OC or as a head coach. I had a terrible quarterback yeah. I was coaching. No, I think that's precisely it. It's basically to say, does my system work, yes or no? And if somebody operates it effectively, then the answer is yes. That makes you more hireable. I think that's absolutely a factor. Whether or not, you know, the enemy walked in and stood on the table for something or was just fine with, you know, the decision that got made, we won't know how those conversations went or didn't go. I guess to me the only – I'm going to do my best here to present an argument for the idea that it would, it's okay to move from Hal to Brissett. Mistakes were already made. You can't unmake them, right? The bell has already been rung. At this moment, nobody's getting better. You can't evaluate the line. You can't evaluate, you know, Jami Brown or, or, or any, you know, anybody else. Can Cole Turner play or otherwise? We can't do that now with, with Hal. We did screw up getting to this point, but we're at this point. So why not 
try to get a better feel and read for everyone else and it before Hal does more damage to himself and slips further down into the ravine. That's the best argument for it. I don't buy it, but that's the best argument. Yeah, I do think more than you and I would like and probably more than the average person would assume was a fan of this team, I do think the benching of Hal was just as simple as they think Sam is that broken right now. Mm-hmm. That they're looking at it going – this is so bad that it's debilitating to everybody else on the offense. And one thing I'm not going to hear or play along with today at all, just as a uh, prelude to the conversation, I suppose, is this notion that you owe it to the team to, to start <laughs> Jacoby Brissett because, you know, you're asking these guys to go out there and put it all on the line. There's two games left for a 4-11 and team. Frankly, being 4-13 and is way better than being anything else. So I'm just not going to play along with that. And if you disagree with me, and well, you never played in the NFL, so you don't get it. Cool. I'm just correct. Um, you shouldn't do anything other than, over these final two games, prioritize the future in every regard. At quarterback, at wide receiver, at running back, developmentally, this should be Josh Harris and Eugene Shannon, anybody else who's actually going to be left in that building, deciding what helps us most next September. And every decision should work back from that. Not about beating uh, either of the two teams remaining on your schedule. Yeah, I saw a lot of How do you look the other guys in the eye? Real simple. Be a pro. Do your job. It's, it's Pretty just, simple. There is no carryover from these games in December and January, or I guess both in January. I don't know what, what the date will be uh, this weekend. To next year with a new GM and a new head coach and an entirely new organizational paradigm and philosophy and culture And the less of whatever this has been under Rivera, by the way, starting next fall, the better. I hope Ben Johnson or whoever they hire comes in here and the whole thing feels new. Let's go to Lou, who's in D.C. on Grant and Danny. Lou. How are you, sir? I'm good. What's up? What's going on, G? Hey, buddy. Um, To me, I I, I, I think you guys aren't seeing the actual issue. I think Ron literally ignored the, the fact that Think about the offensive line the past four seasons. We let go Trent. We let go uh, um, um, Sheriff, uh, Moses. And think about how many offensive line we picked up. Just think about it on the draft. And if they are playing, it's the only one in Sam Cosby. And the fact that Ron lied about it the entire offseason, as soon as we hired EB and people telling us, you guys telling us, oh, EB had a full uh, roster control or, or, or the guys that we, I mean, the guys that we signed this past season. I mean, how, like, the first two picks. Well, let me just say, because get... you invoked us, uh, presidential debate style. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, nobody ever said EB had full roster control. But he, he was the one that stood on the table for Andrew Wiley, which didn't work out well. I think he's given up 13 sacks. You'd be remiss to assume that the tackle that he coached the last few years came in here and they paid him to be their starter on the first day of free agency, and EB wasn't heavily involved in that recruitment. Um, Wiley right. even said when he got here that, you know, Biennemi reaching out was one of the reasons why he came here. So I, I wouldn't think he was heavily involved in, in acquiring players, but it's also right. silly with him and Derek Gorett running back, a former chief, and Byron Pringle at wide receiver, a former chief, that he had nothing to do with it either. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get some part of it, but I heard that from my guests. I, I would say Kevin, but I don't want to throw people, you know, out there on uh, 
on the no names. I don't want to call it no names, but I heard it from Kevin, but it is what it is. But what I'm saying is that Ron did not address, the, you know, the, the elephant in the room, the, the offensive line since he's been here. I get the quarterback. We don't have a quarterback, but when you have one, you got to protect them. If you plant a tree, you gonna let you you gotta feed them a water. You gotta feed them a bunch of other stuff, right? Totally appreciate the call. Thanks, dude. So twofold here. Number one, the the biggest reason that the Rivera thing didn't work here inevitably is going to be that he didn't get quarterback right, mm-hmm. obviously. But the area where you know quarterback they didn't have, they were trying to find one. He just couldn't find it. O line they were good, and it progressively got worse. Yes, it did. That call leads me to believe his opinion is that like their line was terrible and Hal was a victim, which is not the reality of this season. Their line was not a strength by any means, but Hal made the line worse and did a lot of things in the pocket that make it difficult to protect him, and they were about a league average pass protection group. But there's no doubt if your point is that Ron Rivera did not do a good job building up a line 100%. with so many of the guys that left and they didn't replace them, true. Yeah, without a doubt. The, the, a group that, as you said, was one point of strength has gotten an awful lot worse. And don't even get me started on the defense. With the number of resources that are allocated there, it's gotten precipitously worse. Grant and Danny from Rudy's Golf in Kingstown, Alexandria. Uh, among the items to discover, why did Rivera make the decision now? We'll get to that as we continue on the fan. We've decided to make the move. Obviously, we thought it would be good for uh... – for Sam to hit the reset button, but also understand that Jacoby has earned the right to, to, to be p- placed in this position so he can go out there and earn the right to play. But when it's all said and done, with, we just wanted to do what was best for the team moving forward. Eric Bieniemy, who spoke to the media today. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. It's Jacoby Brissett's turn as Washington ensures that it'll have multiple starting quarterbacks for yet another season, which has been a staple around here post-Kirk Cousins. Uh, We're going to, as the day goes along, try to divvy up blame for who is at fault for the regression of Sam Howell late in the season. Some of that was inevitable, I would say, because they just played better defenses and some of the flaws got more and more exposed. But I would also say that whether it's Rivera or Bienemy or Howell himself, there's a good conversation to be had on how we got here. But before we get back to the phones at 800-636-1067, I mean, what's your thought on how Jacoby's going to play? He's been tremendous off the bench in consecutive games, like legitimately fantastic. It would be crazy to assume against an outstanding 49ers team coming in hungry after their loss to the mm-hmm. Ravens in primetime, you know that he's going to go light them up. But Clearly, the offense should look better. There's no reason to assume with a veteran who is not seeing ghosts like Sam Howell was that things aren't going to be better. He gets the ball out, he helps the line, throws the ball downfield. What are you expecting over these next two weeks? Not quite what we've seen where he's basically, what is it, five scores and six possessions or something to that effect over these two games? Been throwing against air seven on seven stuff. Yeah, I don't expect to see that, especially as you said, against a good defense, a good team with a little bit of time to prepare. I think a lot of that coming in relief, you, know, you sort of see how that game is going, and you could sort of you know, live scout as, as, a, as a backup player, kind of come in and say, he, here's what you're not seeing, here's what I can see from that Microsoft Surface, iPad, whatever. I could do that in a short sample. The other team now has got time to prepare for you, what you do well, what you don't, offensive tendencies and the like. They've got some film on you. So I think there may be some regression, but I, I expect him to play fine. I mean, I, this is who he is. He, he is a perfectly capable medium sample 
you know, 1A type quarterback for a lot of teams. I think he's a better version of Heineke. Yeah, a guy that you don't want to roll with for 10 years. Like, he's, that's your franchise guy, but in a situation like this, there's no doubt in my mind he'll be fine. Well, you don't want to, in my opinion, roll with him for a year if you're trying to win, if you're trying to go to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl or something like that. You could have him be your bridge, and this is something Washington's going to have to possibly consider, right? Are they taking a quarterback early in the first round? If not, and they're going to go the route of Howell and a veteran next year while they roster build, hopefully correctly this time, around that quarterback, it's possible then that Jacoby could be the bridge answer here and you just kind of wear it for a season potentially. I'd much rather draft a quarterback, which we can get into early next hour, but you only have him starting if, if you're just trying to kind of batten down the hatches and kick the can down the road a year mm-hmm. at the quarterback position. Let's go to Kevin, who's in Arlington on Grant and Danny. What's up, Kev? Hey, Kev. Hey, happy holidays, boys. Yeah, to me, I think it's really simple, and it's unfortunate. All this regime that's in power for less than two more weeks cares about is winning. They don't care about the draft pick. Uh, it's another reason why you never have a GM and head coach wear the same hat, because head coach will always trump future with win now, baby. Um, the other thing is, I don't think Harris, even if he wanted to, could influence his decision whatsoever. You know Rivera's contract had to have with Dan owner having Dan having been the owner when he signed it. The owner couldn't interfere with playing decisions, etc. This is the thing. He wants to win. If he loses his last two games, Rivera, like Del Rio, will finish with a losing record as a head coach in the National Football League. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to win. They're tired of losing. I do agree that they're tired of losing. People forget they were 2-0, and and now at 4-11, remember and 11, that? they've lost 11 of their last 13. I don't think he's sitting there staring at his pro football reference page, and he really feels that different about his career if he's a game under 500 or a game over. Because a guy like Ron Rivera, he looks at this season, and he doesn't say we're 4-11 and because of me. You know, we're 4-11 and because this guy got hurt. Yeah, all this bad stuff happened to me. That guy, you know, wasn't available to right. us that week. So I don't think he's going to look at the body of work in his whole career and feel differently about himself if he has a losing record versus a winning record. I was just mentioning, though, the idea of Brissett into next year if he mm-hmm. plays well or drafting a quarterback. Let's actually take our first look at that. I mean, Washington, with the Christmas miracle of the Patriots getting a win this past weekend, now has a top three draft position for the moment. They could end up picking as high as two. They're probably going to pick four or five, I would have to assume, but you know they'll get some say in that over the next couple of weeks. But let's dive into the possibility of drafting a quarterback versus waiting a year. Grant and Danny with you live from Rudy's Golf in Kingstown, Alexandria on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 